Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, Tonight, I decided I was going to finally talk about soul. Um, So it's been about, I would say, maybe, ooh, like two-ish weeks since I watched the movie. Um, I think it was on, I think it came out Christmas Day on Disney. So it's, it's been about a little over a week, I guess, a little over a week. Um, And yeah, I, I really liked the movie. I thought it was a really good film. Um, it was something much more, I think, mature from Disney than we're used to. Something, uh, Pixar, I should say, than we're used to. Um, Pixar, you know, they have movies that talk about really mature subjects, and they definitely have uh, movies that do, you know, kind of go there, I guess, with some of the the things that they do. Um, but I don't think anything is as adult as this movie. This movie felt very, very adult. Um, there weren't very many, like, there were a few kitty elements, I guess, to it. There's beautiful colors in the movie. I think kids love colors, so beautiful, uh, colors in the movie. Um, and I think the character of 22 is probably what kind of helps connect kids to the movie. And I actually want to talk about a few different things. I am going to bring up things like race in this, in this conversation. So if that bothers you, you might want to skip this one, um, because, I feel like I do want to talk about that. I think that's something that I can't not talk about. Um, but I also do want to talk about just everything about the movie. So first of all, like me say, I really did enjoy this film. It's probably one of my favorite Pixar films, I think, because it's definitely one of my favorite of the newer films because it does kind of like, it's one of those films that I think an adult can watch and be like, okay, I like this. It doesn't have too many, you know, kitty elements that a lot of Pixar films have. Um, if you're, if you're not into that, if you're more into like, just, uh, more adult sort of storytelling, I think this is kind of the Pixar film for you. If you're looking for a Pixar film that seems a little bit more mature than let's say Toy Story or, um, oh gosh, there's, (laughs) if you're, if you're looking for not the normal Pixar film, I think you've found the right one. This one feels a little bit more closer to a lot of the new Pixar shorts that are coming out that talk about, um, people being on different sort of spectrums, um, and, you know, having different lives. I think there was, there was one called Out that came out last year, and I do want to talk about Out, um, as well, and when I do talk about Out, I will also be bringing up things like color and things like that about Out, because I just feel like Out was, Out was, I, I think Out needed to be something else. I think Out needed to really, I loved the story somewhat, but I felt like, there's something about seeing, and I'm not saying that, that you know, um, white gay men don't come out um, anymore or need to or whatever. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that there's something about seeing the same people, the same colors, um, having the same movies and same stories for so, for so many years that just out felt like, okay, in like 1990 something, this probably would have been much bigger. But I think now it would have been, I would have loved to see a person of color having to come to, to terms with, with their parents and having to talk to their parents about their sexuality and having to do, like, I would love to see that because there's still so much stigma in groups of color. I'm not saying that white people don't face that kind of stigma. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying I don't think it's to the same degree anymore. I really don't, especially in the gay community, being in the gay community, being a person of color in the gay community and seeing how much, like, 
there's still so much stigmatism. There's still some, like, you're put into a box. You're put into, even in, in the gay community, you're put into boxes, um, you know, and that's that's why I felt like this movie would have been much more liberating, or this short would have been much more liberating had a person of color, especially from communities who are very, like, gay is bad, um, had a supportive family and you know like I, I just felt like that would have been a much better story to tell and there's still time to tell that story but I just I think that that that's what I felt about out but the reason why I brought up out is because like I said it's another one of those stories where uh Disney Pixar wants to talk about more uh adult subjects or talk about things from an adult's point of view um obviously they know that people like myself who grew up with Toy Story, we're now adults. We're now in our late 20s and early 30s, mid 30s, whatever you are. And you want to see probably something that relates to you still. You you still, you know, you were that kid that loved Pixar when you were a kid. But now that you're an adult, I think Disney Pixar still wants you to be like, hey, we're still making movies and content for you too. It's not all just for kids. And I really think that this movie does a great job of doing that. At the same time, it does give things for kids to like and enjoy. Um, another film that I thought was, even though this one was definitely directed toward kids, this movie I'm going to talk about for a second, um, it still gave much more of a mature feeling than most other Pixar films. That's The Good Dinosaur. The Good, Di- the good Di- Sorry, The Good Dinosaur, when I first saw it, um, I remember not really liking it. I was like, this is not what I expected. It, the, the, I felt like the issues in that were very hard. Um and I just wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to be a cutesy little dinosaur movie, and that's not what that was. But then going back, I watched it again. I was like, I actually really like this because it isn't the same formula as many Pixar films. Like, there's a formula to it that's very similar to other movies, definitely. But it, it just, I think, if anything, it shows you that life is hard. And that's kind of what um, sold us, too, in a way. It shows you that life is hard. And, and I'm going to get into that now. And so... Anyway, Soul is a film that stars Jamie Foxx, uh, Tina Fey, uh, Angela Bissett, and uh, I think Felicia Rashad is in this movie, too. I'm not sure, but I think she's the mother, his mother. And it's about this boy who had a connection to jazz music um, since he was younger. You know, him and his dad, that was one thing they shared, a common bond they shared. I believe he lives in New York City, and, you know, where he lives, it's a very um, predominantly Black area. There's a lot of different people, different colors in the area that he lives in. Um, a lot of jazz music in the film, obviously. He is a substitute jazz teacher, um, or music teacher, I should say. And he, in the beginning of the film, he gets a permanent position at the school. And he's kind of like, I don't really want this. He, he, it's, that's not his dream. His dream is to play in a real jazz club and, and be, you know, part of that world. And he ends up getting an, uh, his lucky break an audition from, um, a young boy who used to, was his uh he was the boy's music teacher and the boy works at a club now and he's in this this jazz band he gets um his big break through him and so the character's like I'm finally finding myself his father passed away and so he's been wanting to live this dream not just for himself but also for his father and it's very princess and the frog it feels very similar to Tiana's world of you know um which I loved and at the same time, I was like, okay, this, you, you can go another way. Like it, it felt recycled, but at the same time, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. The only difference this time is Tiana's mom. I think Yodora was very like, I support you. You know, I believe you can do this. Um, and his mom was not exactly the same 
kind of supportive. Um, but I, I think they both come from the, they both have the same kind of mindset of we watched our husbands go through this and, and basically, you know, work their whole lives to get somewhere. And now we don't want our kid to do the same thing. So these stories are very parallel. And like, I, I liked that. And at the same time, I thought, okay, this is the same trope. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to explain that part again. Like, like I said, I, I liked the difference. Um, but I also thought it was way, it was really, really similar to that movie. But anyway, <clears throat> so he ends up getting his big break. He's so excited. His mom is not supportive of it. And on the way up, oh, by the way, this is a spoiler. I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil this movie for you. On the way to this audition, he ends up dying and he falls down a manhole or something. It's very like, what? And that part of the film was like, you know, it's coming. Cause there's gotta be, there's a reason why it's called soul. You know, something's gotta happen. That part of the movie kind of, it did a lot. <laughs> it did a lot. The animation in this movie is gorgeous. Um, there's some scenes in this movie that I'm like, man, this is, this is really cool. This is really trippy. Um, and I, I liked a lot of the things they, they did with the film, but <sighs> okay. So once he becomes like a soul and he's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, he's trying to, you know, I'm dead. He's going towards heaven. He's like, I don't want to do this. No, no, no. Or going toward what may be heaven. He's like, I don't want to do this. No, no, no. He's looking for ways to get back to earth. So he ends up going into this like weird part of almost like a limbo. And he ends up going into this part where I guess children are, you know, getting ready to come into the world. They're not born yet. They're getting ready to find their purpose, find what um, basically connects them. And once they've been connected, once they find that thing that they want to do um, with their life or whatever, or connects them to, to wanting to be human, they then go out and into the world and they, then they are born. And so in order to get back home, he has to get this thing. He has to be born, I guess, be reborn again, or he, you know, just wants to get back to his body because his body is not necessarily dead yet. He's dying, but he's not quite dead. Um, and so, which again, which when you see his body, you're just like, this is okay. Like that was just weird for me. Um, and it, it does really suck. It does. And, and it does bring up that whole thing. That, and I talked about this a lot with other um, people of color myself was why is it that when a black character is starring in a movie, again, I'm going to bring up race. If this, if this makes you feel uncomfortable or makes you upset or whatever, I understand. I actually don't understand. I, I don't understand. Um, but if that does and you don't want to hear it, that's fine. Um, I hope you, you stick around though, because I really was like, okay, why there's like one, him and Tiana are very, very similar. This, this movie felt very much like Princess and the Frog in that element of these are two hardworking people. They're kind of stuck in these kind of somewhat sucky situations. Tiana's dying to get her, her restaurant open and she's right there to get it. And all of a sudden, you know, um, Mr. Fitter, Finner, whatever his name was was like, the, the two guys were like, nope, someone outbid you, person of your color, you're a woman, you know, sorry, it's not yours. And then, you know, with him, it's like you, he did everything right. He waited for his time. Yeah, he just got the gig at the school, which is cool, but he really wants his dream. He's finally getting his dream and then kaput, he dies. Like, and then they're both transformed, right? Tiana helping someone else, Tiana turns into a frog. And you spend most of the film with Tiana as a frog. And I hated that because... I thought she, she was beautiful. I would love to, I would have loved to see more costumes, more outfits for her. And yeah, we're finally getting a TV show, but that's like what, 10 plus years later, we're finally getting a TV show for her. And we don't know what we're expecting, what we're going to get from this TV show. So I wanted more from Tiana and 
I love what I have with Tiana, but I think there could be so much more, especially with Anika Nani Rose playing her. She's amazing. Jamie Foxx is another really great, talented person. He's a really good singer. He's a good actor. He can do it all. He's funny. He can do it all. And so anyway, he turns into a soul and, you know, he has to um, basically get back to earth. And he ends up getting in, involved in this kind of like, <clears throat> almost like a guidance program. So he has to guide one of the little non-born spirits um, to go to earth and want to try earth and want to be born. And he, that's where Tina Fey's character is. And her number is 22. And her number, so you have a number when you're, before you're born. And they're like in the billions or whatever. And her number is 22, which means she's been around in this like place not being born for centuries. And some of the greatest minds have come to try to help her, you know, get born. And she doesn't want to do it. She just doesn't really desire to be on earth. And he makes a deal with her. He's like, well, you know what? You know, if I help you find your spark, because in order, like in order to get back to, Earth, he has to have like a world symbol on him somewhere that guides him back to to Earth. That's how the kids are born. They have to have the like they have to find their purpose and find that spark, and then their you know their world opens up. Um, and so he's trying to help her find her spark, and he keeps telling her about himself and what makes him happy. And um, they end up going to Earth at some point. I, I don't remember. I'm trying to recall how this. I I spaced on how they got there. But they end up going to Earth and, um, you know, she ends up, you know, being influenced or inspired by something. And um, he comes back in the form of the cat while she comes back into his body. And it kind of, there's some, there was something about that, that that bothered me because you start going into this world of, you start seeing that he is very, in ways, he's very self-centered because he didn't think about the other people. Like you start, he goes to a barber shop. He's talking to the barber and the barber's like, you've never talked to me about my life. You only talk about your life. You only talk about your interests. And you start seeing that there is this sort of selfishness to the character, but it's, you're finding out through the eyes of this Tina Fey character who doesn't really want to be on earth at all. And so, you know, he's stuck in the body of a cat. He, I mean, it, it, it sucks because it's like this guy just wanted to live his dream and was trying to do things, you know, his way. And unfortunately, you know, he ends up dying and he's just trying to get back to his body. And then she ends up falling in love with life and experiencing things. And he keeps explaining, like, you're experiencing life through my body, through my dream. And the whole time the clock is ticking because even though he's died, no one actually, and which is another sad thing, no one actually knows in in his day that he died. Like, nobody knows. His mom doesn't know. Nobody that he, he visits knows. So he's still got this audition that he has to go to. And she's kind of like, I don't want to do this. I'm not, I really want to do it. And it sucks for him. Cause he's just like, I just really want, this is, this has been my dream. This is what I want to do with my life since I was a kid. And I don't get that. And I, I why can't I have that? And again, I'm going back to Tiana. Cause it was like, all she wanted was her dream. And because she did something for someone else, she's losing out on that. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, like, it just, it felt very like, oh, it, it just, there's this symbolism I think the film gives where it's just like people of color, I think, feel like, you know, why can't I just get that thing? You know what I mean? Like the thing I've been working for, the thing I've, I've dreamt of, why can't I just, why can't it be fair? 
And that's what I felt like with this film too. A lot of it was just like, this just feels so unfair. And a lot of it spoke to, I think, what goes on in the world socially too. It just feels unfair. Why can't, you know, for a long time, people of color weren't getting jobs. They weren't getting equal pay, weren't getting treated equally, even though they were doing what it took to do those things and they were doing them well, but they couldn't get over that thing. And here you have Tina Fey, who, you know, she's a white actress. And I have nothing against Tina Fey. I think she's so funny, but you have a white actress who's, playing this part and she's inside the body of this of this black man and she's going through his experiences and in some ways she's doing it better than than he even did and that was kind of like wait god i don't know about all this like it just it there was a lot and unfortunately for her character like you know they they don't really go into too much of the black experience in this movie which i think would have also helped things and helped her see like because she's going through his life but she's not going through a lot of the other struggles that I'm sure he's had to have in his life too. So that was kind of another thing uh, that kind of bugged me because she kind of almost simplified his life. And it's like, but that's not, no, his, I'm sure his life and his struggles a lot are a lot harder than that actually. Um, but anyway, like that's, that's might be reading into a little bit too deeply, but that's, that's what I got from, from this film was there's just this like, how come I can't get over this thing? How come I can't get to where I've been trying to go? I've worked my whole life to get to this place. And now it's being taken away from me because it's that and the third reason. And a lot of people, I think, can really, really relate to that. And I really did want 22 because 22 is like the comic release of the film. 22 is the character that I think many people are going to walk away loving. And it bothers me that 22 was not done by a person of color. It doesn't have to be a black person. When I say person of color, I mean anyone who is not white. And I'm not saying that white people shouldn't be in this film. There are other white characters who are funny characters that are in the in the characters all over in the film too. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying they gave the character who, in my opinion, had the most charm to Tina Fey. And we've seen this happen in so many other Pixar films that don't even feature many Black actors at all, so or other colors either. So why did you feel the need to do it with this film? Like, I felt like if you're going to give the, the, the people of color a film, let them have the whole thing. You know what I mean? Let them have the, the, the major main characters. Even if you did other colors besides just Black, if you put, if you put Hispanic, if you put uh, Latinx, if you put uh, Indigenous, if you put Asian, let them have a film. And unfortunately, it just feels like it's another one of those things where it just can't be done. I said the same thing about the, the new Aladdin. I loved the new Aladdin film. I thought it was cute. But the prince that came, why did he need to be in it? And then, like, there was this whole story. I don't know if it's still true, but there was this whole story that that prince in that film was going to get his own spinoff film. And it was like, why did he need to be there in the first place, though? Like, why? Like, I understand that obviously Agrabah's going to do trade with other places, but why did it have to be a white character? in this role, who is possibly getting a spinoff movie. Like, why did that need to happen? And like I said, I'm fine with the characters. Like, I'm, I'm fine with the movie, but that part of the film did bother me when it comes to when it came to Soul, was that this, it sucked. The, not, not the movie, but the, the experience that he was going through, it sucked for him. And by the end of the film, I think he learns to be more selfless. He learns that not everything in life is about me. Like, they were learning together, which, again, is Pixar formula, is Disney formula. Like, one character thinks they have it all figured out. This character thinks that they do, too. They get together. You find out, oh, there's so many things neither one has figured out. It's that buddy system, that love system. They don't end up together, but I'm saying, you know, it's that buddy system thing. It's that love system thing where it's like, I didn't know I needed this until I found you. It's that. And... One of the elements I really did love in the film was he thought he had this, he thought this one thing was his purpose. 
why he was put here. And it turns out, no, it's, that's actually not why you're put here. And that was the lesson that he had to learn was that this is not why. So many of us have dreams and ambitions. We think we're born to do something. And it's like, no, you're not born to do that thing. You're born to do so much more than that thing. And I think that's what I loved about this film, especially being someone who, by the way, yes, I am gay. I am black and I do believe in God. Um, just throwing that out there. But it, the film kind of teaches you that like your purpose should be others. Your purpose should be helping others. Your purpose should be others, not just yourself. Because you miss so much when you're all about yourself. You miss so much when you're focused on the one thing. And I love that. And I related to that because I know in, 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 you know, in, in, in Christianity and religion, um, there's a lot of talk about that, putting yourself last and putting others first. And that's a very hard thing for all of us, right? Especially when we're so close to getting our, like, we've been focusing on a dream, like, not to get too personal about my own life, but some of you who, who guys, some of you guys know me, I thought I found my purpose in life. I thought I found, because uh, my whole life I wanted to work for Disney. My whole life I wanted to work at the Disney company. That's what I thought I was going to do. That's, I knew I was going to do that when I was a child. Like I knew it was going to happen. And these past six years of my life, or I guess seven now, that's what I was doing. And when COVID hit, it, it changed everything for me. It changed everything for thousands and thousands of employees across the world. It changed everything. And when you, it, it felt, I, I, I related to him because I was like, this was, no, what do you mean? Like, I can't do this anymore. What do you mean? I don't, I don't get my chance. Like, what do you mean? And not just even for me, but for my coworkers too. Like, what do you mean? Like, this changed so much of our lives. And it's, you know, all of us, I think in a sense are trying to go back to, we're trying to find that spark again. And I related to this movie so much because I was like, this guy just wants to live his dream. And he finally gets this chance. You know, and for me, I think at one point I had finally found where I wanted to be. Like when I was a kid, I knew exactly what I wanted to do when I worked at Disney. Like, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not quite there yet, but I knew exactly like what I was doing was getting me so much closer to that dream. And I was living so many dreams that only God knew about, only God knew because I would pray about it and I would think about it when I was a kid and I was fixated on doing these things and only God knew that. And so when I had these moments, I was like, what? I'm, I, this is a dream coming true. And of course I wanted more and more of that. I wanted more of those moments and to have it cut short like that, I was like, dude, I relate to this movie so hard. Like just trying to get to this certain place where I felt like I finally arrived. I finally made it. I have, you know, wish granted, it's it's a sucky feeling. And watching this movie, like I said, I really related to him so much. And the ending is, is it's a really good ending. I don't want to give too much of the film away. I want you guys to watch it and enjoy it yourself. But there was definitely things that, that stuck with me and that hit me deeply with this movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I loved it. I loved that, you know, it was a predominantly black cast. Um, I loved that they, like, there's even a lot of people who are, are black themselves that I know and I relate to. We have different experiences, but they told me parts of the film that were like, dude, I felt seen in that barbershop scene. That's what they would, told, would tell me. Like, I felt seen in the barbershop scene. I felt seen at his mom's place, what she was doing. I felt seen, I felt seen is what you keep hearing, what I kept hearing. And it was, they were different moments and things that I couldn't even relate to. And that made me feel like, wow, that's awesome that there are people who are feeling seen by this film and they connect with this film on a whole different level. And, and when people say that color shouldn't matter, it does. It does because it gives you a different experience. You could have told this story from a white person's point of view or from someone of the color's point of view, but let's just 
for arguments that would say white. You could tell the story and someone could relate to it, but it probably would be a lot of the same audiences that have been, it, these things have been geared to for so long. When you're seeing something that a character who looks kind of like you or who has a similar experience to you that you've never seen before, it's it makes you feel a part of something. When I first saw Tiana, I first saw her, I was like, I love her already. I just love the fact that she's black and she's a darker skinned girl and she's beautiful and she can sing and she's in this blue dress. And I wanted to see this movie. The subject matter was like, eh, to me, I wanted to see it because she just looked beautiful. I've never seen a princess who looked like her in a Disney film before. And I wanted to see that. And even when I saw girls like Jasmine and Esmeralda and Pocahontas and Mulan, and not just the girls, the boys too, Aladdin and, and Mowgli, when I saw these characters, I connected a little bit more to them. So I'm like, look, yeah, they look kind of like me. So it was kind of, see, it, it's cool to see that. And it's cool to be an adult and to see something like Soul and be like, wow, he's a black man living in the world. I'm a black man living in the world. I understand some of his struggles. I get how hard it feels, you know, how, how, some people tell you that your dream is crazy or your dream isn't that great and you need to focus here. Trust me, I know what it's like to, and that's another reason why I, I related to him was you have people in your life who are like, your dream, that dream that you have or whatever, like it's a pipe dream or it's not, it's not going to get you that far. It's not going to get you as far as you think it's going to get you, but you are determined to get that thing, right? And for me, it's not so much that I was determined to prove them wrong. I knew what I wanted and I didn't really need someone to tell me like, you know what I mean? But I related to him because I'm just like, I know what it feels like to feel like I'm in this position that I don't really want to be and I want to do something totally different. And then you get that chance and it's just, it's very euphoric. And then all of a sudden something happens to you that is out of your control. And you're just like, I just want to get to this thing though. Why can't I just get back to that thing? And that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm coming out of the other side of it, obviously, but a part of me is still like, I want to go back when things, when things get better and I feel safe again. And Others are doing their part to make everyone safe again. I, I want to continue my dream. I want to, I'm not going to let that stop me. I, I refuse. Um, I believe in, in faith, trust, and pixie dust. Like, oh, I believe in God, but I believe in, in, in magic. Like, not, not if you know what I mean, like magic of the heart. I believe in, in, in hopes and dreams and miracles. I believe in those things. I've seen too much in my life and experienced too much not to believe in those things. Just me being here and, you know, still still being here is 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 a miracle to be honest but yeah i mean i would say watch the film um tell i would love to say tell me what you guys think as if you guys can respond to this but i really did like soul and i think it's it's a great film and uh i think it's it's you don't have to be black or a person of color to enjoy this and you can be any color and enjoy this film and i just i just think it's great that there is that extra layer of you know, it, it, not even just that, there's been a few movies that I've seen this last year that have come on Netflix and other things like that, that when you, when I see them, I'm like, where was this when I was a kid, man? Like I watched Jing, uh, Jingle, is it Jing, Jingle Jingle, whatever that was. I loved it. I enjoyed that film. And I was like, dude, where was this when I was a kid? Like, I'm not a big fan of musicals like that, but where was this when I was a kid? This, these kids are amazingly talented. This story's got a beautiful black cast and other colors sprinkled in too, but it's just great to see it. You know, and I just, I was like, this is inspiring. And I thought of it like, there's little kids, there's black kids today who are, you know, so young watching this film and going, I can do that. I can be that. I can be that next big thing. And that's amazing. That's something that really wasn't around when I was a kid. Not that, not nearly as much as it is now. And that's so important. It really is. And honestly, I added it to my holiday favorites because it's just a really good movie. 
And I don't know, I loved that. I love to see how far we've come. And even in the world of Pixar and animation, like the fact that Pixar has been around for over 20 years and we're finally getting a, a black male lead, that's huge. You know, the fact that Disney films have been around for almost 100 years now, with Snow White's over 80 years old. And, you know, we finally have Tiana. She's only been around for like 11 years and she's the first black princess. That is, that's huge. And now she's getting a TV show. That's huge. And I want to see more of that. And not just for Black people. I want to see for everybody. I want that representation that white people have always had. Again, this is not about being against white people. If anyone's blocking away with that, this is not about that. I would never make something about that. This is not about that. But representation absolutely does matter in every single last form. And that's why when I think about shorts like Out, I want, I would love to see a Black, Hispanic, Asian, male, gay lead in one of those kind of shorts having to come out to his family and really diving deep into the cultural aspect of it all. You know what I mean? Really talking about that because that's a deep conversation that needs to be had in animation, any, in any form. You know what I mean? It really does. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be had because there's something, even grown, grown men my age, you know, in, in, in the early 30s, like experience that. There's, you know, there's men who don't come out until they're in their 60s and 70s because of how hard it is to come out to their families in, in different cultures, you know, and I can make another uh, podcast about that, talking about, you know, gay culture in the rap community and hip hop community and the black community and how it's so just, it's so toxic. And, you know, you add in the Christian element, you add in the religious element of it and it just gets even worse, you know, and it's just like, those are stories I want to see told. I don't want to see a short, I want to see a full on movie, tell it. I'd love to see, you know, characters of different colors, it doesn't have to be gay, characters of different colors mixing together and, and having those relationships. And I love that about Tiana and Naveen is that they're two different colors, two different backgrounds, and they're having that together. I would love to see a black prince. I would love to see a black prince. Yes, I have Simba, but girl Simba wasn't, Simba wasn't black. He was gold. Like He was more of a white, compl- white complexion. Scar was the dark one. Let's, let's talk. Let, let's have real tea on that, schools, okay? They could have made Simba any color. They did not. But anyway, um, I, I want to see it. I want to see more of it. You know, I really do. And, you know, movies like Black Panther, movies like Soul, movies like Princess and the Frog, I want to see that. And I want to see it done on such a big scale like those films. And I want to see it for other colors too. Like I said, I really do. Um, I know that they're working on Shang-Chi right now and I'm excited about that. So I want every community to feel how I felt watching Black Panther. And it made me cry. It really did. I want everyone to get that experience with, they're princes and princesses and princes. And Disney's doing that pretty well with, with the princesses. There's a lot of girls of different colors who are getting their stuff. Elena, you deserve more, honey. Elena, you deserve more. You got a TV show. You need a movie, Elena. You need a movie. Let, let's get our Latinx girls. Let, let's get them. Come on. But um, I, I just want to see more of it. I really do. I want to see more of that representation. But like I said before, I end this. Definitely give Soul a watch. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's not your typical run-of-the-mill Pixar film. I do think that kids will enjoy it. They'll have elements of it that they enjoy. But I definitely think this one was for the adults. And I appreciate that. I really do. Um, But yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. And I do want to talk about Studio Ghibli films. I think I said that correctly because I've seen so many of them. I want to give my personal opinion on them, possibly separately, altogether, things like that. I'm going to talk about some of the, the Disney things that I know, like Snow White facts and Peter Pan facts and things like that and other podcast too. My Wonder Woman one is getting quite a few plays. I really appreciate that. And I hope you guys agree with my opinion. If you don't, that's fine too. Um, I love having different opinions. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Until then.
Peace.